everyone, it's Sandy Cruz from Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. And I'm here to show you that balanced living works. This is especially for all you ladies over 40. We will cover a range of exciting topics with many special guests and I really look forward to this season. Bye for now. I haven't quite decided on if I am ending season one at 25 episodes. I don't really know what the norm is and I don't think there is really a norm. So I may be taking next week off. We are moving my son back to university and trying to live life as normal as possible. I may be taking that week off and then starting off with season two when I come back after one week hiatus and I've got a lot of amazing things coming. I am waiting to hear back from a very, very special guest who is going to come on and talk all about clean beauty and the importance of what we put on our skin. She is going to be helping me cover this topic to really help you know what to look for when you're buying makeup, when you're buying anything for your skin. It's going to be an amazing episode. I also have Reed Davis, who is an expert in holistic health and holistic nutrition, who's going to come on and talk all about gut health and the importance of gut health to overall health. It's going to be an amazing episode. I have so many great topics to cover. I feel like the topics are endless. I also have another topic coming up on stress. This is going to be a good one. I'm not going to reveal too much about that because I have a few little things up my sleeve that I want to remain a secret until I get to the point where I can reveal everything. Please rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. This is really going to help me be found by other people who find this informative and useful. And send me a message, sandy at sandyknutrition.ca, once you've done this. Thanks so much. On with the next episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 25 of Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. And Today's episode is going to be really, really fun. I actually put out a poll in my Instagram stories. So if you don't follow me, please go to Instagram at Sandy K Nutrition and follow me there because I do a lot of stuff that's, I guess it coincides with my podcast, but there's also a lot of different content, including recipes and supplement tips, and a lot relating to my holistic nutrition practice. So go on there and follow me there at Sandy K Nutrition. Also, I have created a new um, uh, Instagram profile at Sandy K Podcast. And there I'm going to be having a lot of podcast related content. So go follow me there as well. I'm also on Facebook, Sandy K Nutrition. I have a page there and I have a private group for women only over 40 on Facebook. You have to request to be part of that. And that is Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. It's also on Facebook. So I'm kind of everywhere, guys. But 
Today's podcast, I actually put a poll out probably a couple of weeks ago on if the people who follow me would be interested in my doing a podcast relating to all the wonderful signs and symbols that we see and experience in nature, in life. And, you know, I might even do, some people are not really big believers in this, but I kind of have a lot of interest in numerology as well. So, you know, I see repeated numbers like 1111, so it's always 1111 when I look at the clock, or 111. Um, Another number I see a lot is 444 or 333. So I might actually do another episode just on that. But this one is going to be based on signs from our universe, from nature, from up above heavenly signs, whatever it is that you want to believe. But really, the bottom line is you need to be open to seeing those signs. Otherwise, it's just going to be like, you know, same old, same old. But I notice these signs and I notice patterns. So if I see repeatedly a cardinal that keeps coming to visit. I'm going to notice that. Um, I do believe that you have to be more or less grounded in nature to really see these signs. And so if you are interested in this whole realm of symbolism, then you're going to have to connect to nature. I talk a lot about grounding in my practice, I feel it's really, really important. And it doesn't have anything to do with religion. It has to do with a belief system that we are not alone here. And especially now, you know, with a lot of people going through a lot of different things, I feel it's very important to ground in nature because although our world is changing, Something that doesn't change that often. And, you know, okay, we do see things from pollution and all that kind of stuff. But really, nature goes on. And, you know, the birds don't know that there's a pandemic. Neither do the squirrels or the rabbits. You know, so it's just really us. And... This is why grounding in nature, I feel, is a really, really wonderful thing. And I would highly recommend anybody do this. I try and get out to a walk in the forest or in the ravines, not too far from my house with my dog every single day. So now I'm going to get on with my podcast. Most of the information that I gathered comes from medium.com it's a really cool website you can check that out and then I also found a pretty fabulous book by Laura Lynn Johnson and it is called signs the secret language of the universe I have tried to get in touch with her because I would love to interview her I think she has a very unique perspective on so many different things and This is where most of my information comes from. I'm going to start with a quote, and it is from, oh, I also 
did uh, look into Chopra.com. You know Deepak Chopra? I'm sure most of you have heard of him. He also has some kind of cool things on his website. So a quote from his website is, quote, The universe is always talking to you, but are you hearing it? End of quote. That's a question I actually feel is important to ask yourself because there are many, many people who will, you know, just say, ah, whatever. It's all coincidence. It really isn't too meaningful. Well, if that's the way that you choose to look at life, then so be it. That's your choice. I personally do not, and I love to see the beauty in nature. Some of the tips that are given from Chopra.com are, number one, cultivate the desire to receive because the universe is always trying to connect with you. Number two, pay attention. Number three, make note of recurring experience. And I think this is a big one because I really notice patterns or I notice uniqueness. So I will give you an example. I walk in the ravines not too far from my house almost daily and I never see snakes. And then one day a snake literally crossed my path. I took note of that. Why? Because that was unique. That was not the norm. Number four, fine tune your sensitivity. And the way that you can fine tune your sensitivity to all of these things is number one, I talked about this grounding, spend time in nature. Then you're going to notice more. Another thing you can do is self-reflection and of course, meditation. Number five, surrender. You are the only one who has the power to see what you want to see and believe what you want to believe. Number six, don't overcomplicate things. I mean, like, come on, you know, you, <laughs> you know, you can go for a walk every day and see something cool, see something unique, and then come home and Google it till you're blue in the face. Well, you don't want to overcomplicate things. Just believe in what you believe. And also just have faith that nature's always giving us these signs. And then the last point is receive fully. So they all kind of correlate all of these little tips. Quote, recognizing and receiving info through signs depends on willingness, earnest seeking, and just plain listening. The universe is always here to help us. So let it help and pay attention to what it is telling you. Now, I'm going to go into more of the details. I will speak very specifically about cardinals because I do have a belief that you might, this might sound hokey to a lot of people, but I believe that cardinals are our spiritual messengers. I'll tell you a little story. Quite a few years ago, a couple, so cardinals, apparently they actually, I think they migrate and stay in an area where they feel very 
grounded themselves uh, and they, they just stay there infinitely. That I've heard that they stay together for as long as they're alive. I've also heard that females seek new males every year. I don't know. Anyway, all I know is that I notice them. And often when I'm sitting in my backyard, I have a, a, a male and female cardinal that come daily to my backyard. And it's really quite nice because so often I will ask for a sign and they will appear. I mean, you can call this coincidence. Sure, you can call it that. I choose to see it as people who I have lost are coming through in spirit to look out for me and say, hey, everything is good. Everything is okay. Cardinals represent love and family. They're associated with happiness, healthy relationships, strong family bonds, good health. They put down their roots and they remain in a region. And I mean, I am definitely living proof of that. I've seen it in my backyard because they come every year. Sometimes they build nests in our trees. Sometimes they don't. Birds overall, I feel, are very unique messengers. And if you look at all of the different cultures... They all have different beliefs of different birds. It's really kind of cool. For example, you know, crows and ravens can symbolize death, which is something you definitely don't want to see. Owls as well are one of those. When you see feathers, I've been seeing a lot of these lately. Feathers are symbols of hope and spiritual growth. I find that kind of cool because I've been on my own journey in the last few years and it's been a pretty amazing journey and I'm very grateful for this that I am able to really, really do what I feel in my heart and my soul. And I've been seeing a lot of feathers. Interestingly enough, about two weeks ago, I never, when I walk my dog, I always go on the driveway, not across my lawn and for some reason that day I went across my lawn and there was a gray and white feather literally sticking in the ground so it was upright vertically like I could not possibly miss it and it was right in my path as I was walking. You can look at different colors of feathers and they have different meanings. It's really kind of cool. You can look at white, white feathers. That means angels are watching over you. It's protection. You have a higher purpose. You can live your dreams. Then there's red feathers. Red always symbolizes passion to live life passionately. Brown is grounding, stability, Gray is peace. Black and white, protection, and rid yourself of old habits. Those are just a few. There's a lot of different colored feathers. But next time you go across a feather, don't just walk on by. You gotta keep your eyes open and notice that they're there. I 
personally have never seen a hummingbird in my adult life. Isn't that weird? It must be where I live because I live just outside of Toronto. It is suburbs, but definitely not rural area. And I never see them. However, up north, when I visit my sister's place, she also lives where I live, but we go up north to visit her place. She has them up there, and I never saw them up there either. Hummingbirds are symbolic of healers and helpers bringing luck and love to those that they visit. How beautiful is that? They deliver blessings and they also say that they are messengers from the other side. I truly believe that of all birds and that's why I really pay attention to birds. I pay attention to their song. I just, I just love them. Snakes. <laughs> As I was saying, I very rarely see snakes, although I'm sure we have tons of them in the ravine. And snakes are not symbolic of something bad like you would think. They actually symbolize important transitions in your life and change and opportunities to heal. So I saw, I was walking my dog, my dog freaked out <laughs> when she saw it, but it literally came right across my path. It was really kind of neat. And then of course I stood there and it was obviously, it was frozen after it saw me and it just stayed at the side of the ravine. And I stood there, paid attention to it, watched it. It was just kind of neat. Crickets. I'll tell you, anytime I see a cricket end up in my pool, I always try and save it. <laughs> Actually, we try and do that with anything. We get frogs or toads, we get mice, we get all of that. And obviously we don't wanna see anything die in our pool. Crickets are very symbolic in Asian cultures and they're symbolic of good fortune, vitality and prosperity. So when you see a cricket, don't kill it, save it. It's actually a really great sign from nature. Dragonflies. Dragonflies, they say, are wisdom of transformation and adaptability in life. They're symbolic of change and light and kind of like butterflies. Butterflies are similar as well. They sim they symbolize transformation, rebirth, renewal, new beginnings. Butterflies are also something to really pay attention to. I hope this was a nice, short, and sweet podcast that would really bring light to your day. And maybe it will encourage you to go and take a walk in nature and notice all the things and all the beauty that's around us. It might sound hokey, but I think life just tends to be a lot more optimistic and happy when you go through life believing that there are messengers constantly. So here's a quote, and I'm going to end my podcast here. May you touch dragonflies and stars, dance with fairies, 
and talk to the moon. Have a great week, guys. Bye for now. Join me next week where I cover off more exciting topics. I hope to continue to engage you and excite you and show you that living in your 40s, 50s, and beyond can be exciting, balanced, and healthful. Bye for now.